episode uh, yep. I don't know the song very well. That's all I know that's in German. There's an American version of the song too. English version of the yeah, song. Yeah, I for whatever reason growing up when I had my like classic rock cool kid playlist on my like first iPod, uh, I had the English version of that song, so I should remember it better, but I don't have a good so memory. I think that's one of the few songs that hit number one in the United States in both German and in English. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And I'm also sure that that song got a few people a boner and started balloon fetishism, which is today's topic. But let's go around the circle and introduce who we are in the show KinkCast, the show that dissects fun sex-positive kinks in a positive way without making fun of people. The show with the sex? The show, we're the sex show. We're the only mm-hmm. sex podcast on the internet. Mm-hmm. I'm Tommy, and uh, I'm a non-popper. Uh, that's decided I'm not a popper. I'm Sarah. I am also not a popper. I'm Chris. I like popping balloons. I'm Dana, and I can see why people would want to definitely pop balloons. Well, we are facing each other, and because we're on opposite sides... Of the spectrum. Chris has a bunch of balloons. Do not pop that balloon. See, I don't think that you should pop the balloon. You're going to make me upset. He's holding the balloon ransom. Genuinely, this is not a sexy feeling for me. I don't like balloons popping. It sounds like gunshots. Makes me uncomfortable. Oh, he's going to do it, too. I think he might. I think he's going to do it. Just do it. What you're experiencing right now is sexual tension. Yeah, it's not sexual tension. (laughs) I don't fucking like it. I don't fucking like it. See? That was actually very loud. That was louder than I expected. Oh, yeah. And now, and now, now you're like all like, oh my gosh, like yeah, that sens- release. You're oversensitized right now, and oh, and now you're proper. ready to go. Well, right? what what I learned from Wikipedia is that the the uh, the balloon popping signifies either death for some people because they grew up anthropomorphizing balloons, thinking of them as animals, yes. and to watch them die is painful, while other people can see them as objects, and their popping represents orgasm, as yep. it is a release after pressure. Some non-poppers will consider what I just did, murder. I don't have that much of a connection, but I did draw a face on my balloon, and I would rather you did not pop the balloon that has a face. What was his name, Albert? Albert. He's a very unattractive boy, but he, he is named after the piercing. Best. Hmm? Was he named after the piercing? Oh, yeah. Does Prince Albert have a... Albert? Uh, oh, does he need a piercing? He's a balloon. You cannot pierce a balloon. I just can, proved that you could. You can totally pierce the bottom of it. Let's move on to today's... The lips. Uh, Not today's topic. Today we will be discussing balloon fetishism in a strict sense, meaning we will not be discussing inflation fetish, which I'm sure we will get into one of these days. Which, if you're curious about that, that's where you actually inflate a human body. Or cartoon character. I As guess. if it were a balloon. Usually balloons. We're also not or discussing... Or suit around a human. Yeah, we're not doing latex suit today either. Or gimp suit. <clears throat> but... And no clowns. And no clowns today. Not today. But... Soon, Dana. Soon. <sighs> the clowns are coming. I don't want to... Stand by for clowns. <laughs> but they make the best balloon animals, and you can fuck balloon animals, right? I mean, I you can try. You I mean, ride you on can a fuck anything. To make you bouncy, so somebody can fuck you while you're riding on top of a balloon. Yeah. Yeah. You need a really thick balloon. Yeah. Those I mean, exist. balloon balloon animal though. Oh yes. 
We're all just looking at balloons right now. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm a little overstimulated. Honestly, by all like these balloons around me. Balloons are a lot to deal with, so I'm actually going to put the toys away for a minute. I'm just going to put these balloons away where they can't <laughs> pop or distract me. They're away, Chris. I've brought, brought a dart gun. <laughs> Chris about, has a lot of balloons. How about we read a little bit of a disclaimer? How about we get through a disclaimer and then we'll get right into discussion? Chris, buddy. I'm confiscating no, this. I need to. <laughs> he needs to make them his boobies. It makes him happy. <laughs> Careful, one of those boobies might deflate. It's a leaker. Oh. So far, we are about five minutes into the balloon episode. We've already made two of the most obnoxious balloon noises. There's only one left. The squeaking them together? Yeah. I tried it. It doesn't make a noise. Oh, it does, it makes, a, it makes enough of a noise. Mm-hmm. Are you guys familiar? Okay. What? You can't hear about It's like, like a nails on the chalkboard yeah. kind of noise. It's barely there. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Also, there's a way to make it louder. Oh, I'm well, sorry. Well, well, I don't want to pop the, my balloon. More of this noise. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the noise. That can suck a dick. I hate that. <laughs> I'm sure balooners would love it if balloons could, but they can't. <laughs> yeah, which uh, I said something mildly kink shamey, so maybe right now is the appropriate time to bring in our no, disclaimer. You like the, no, 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 that's not kink shamey. Well, I think, I think the, the, the that's ex- balloon shamey. No, 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 it's yeah. just the sound. You didn't like the sound. It's well, okay. The expression no. can suck a dick is probably an expression I need to stop using because yeah. I think it's slightly homophobic. Oh, okay. But I love that expression. He just I'm doesn't like people that suck dicks. No, that's not how it works. All right, disclaimer. <laughs> how about that disclaimer? Oh, I thought you were going to read it. Ah, uh, you got it, buddy. Oh, I deleted it just because, like, we started improvising well, it. Well, it says remember? it right there. Oh, I didn't. We del- make fun of a lot of content, but we don't encourage kink shaming. We're a sex-positive discussion that encourages exploration and sexual freedom. Everyone has a right to like what they want, and everybody has a right not to like what they don't like. So as long as consent, safety, and age of consent are respected, all is welcome here. I like that. And I also like the balloon tying in the background that really brought everything together. Now Chris has his boobies. Now where's the bag with the rest of the balloons in it? We need to... They're over there. Don't touch them. Hide them. No, they're mine. (laughs) Why do people try to take things away from me? (laughs) Because they're noisy, Chris. Let's open up with a discussion about (laughs) pop culture references. Because one of the things I was surprised about when I started looking into this fetish is... I thought it would be relatively obscure because I found out about it from a National Geographic documentary forever ago. Do you guys remember Taboo? That old yes, show? Yes, that's why I learned about it too. Yeah, and that episode. I feel always... like a lot of Taboo is like faked or pushed up because I watched. It's I rewatched that up. episode for this. Oh, that episode like totes itself as a documentary, but it's definitely like they're putting music under these people. They're kind of humiliating them. Well, he's mm-hmm. the guy is also like, oh, I love you so much. It's not sexual love. I just like kissing them. And it's like, you are playing a part. Like, Yeah. A lot of what I remember from Taboo is they find, they don't find everyday, like, people who would be your neighbors who are into fetishes. They kind of find, like, socially awkward people who are into fetishes to exacerbate how weird the fetish is. And then they finalize that with weird music. There was an episode of Taboo about this. That's I, the only reason yeah, I knew I about Lunars. I watched it today. It was not good. And I, I thought that that would be, that was kind of it. But apparently Lunars are a very large community, and they've been referenced in a lot of pop culture. Most uh, recently, it was in Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Linda's dad. Or is it Bob's dad? Uh, I think it was Linda's dad, but I don't know. Uh, I can't remember. They're in Florida. They're in Florida to visit their grandparents. That would be Linda's dad, I believe. Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's not Big Bob. So it's it's Linda's dad as a balloon fetishist. 
because they go to a, uh, a retirement home and all the old people are into weird kinky shit. <laughs> and he finds out his dad's a lunar and he likes to watch from the closet while his wife sits on balloons, which is part of lunars. Right. Uh, also a little bit of voyeurism as well. Yeah. I mean, like with all fetishes, they cross into a rainbow of each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, NCIS. Oh, God. I think they probably did an episode where, like a lunar is a creepy killer, I would imagine. Yeah, That's NCIS all I know. is the worst portrayal of any kind of fetish possible. Or just anything possible. And apparently in the United States of Tara, or Tara? Tora? Don't look at Tara. me. Tara. It's an HBO show. Yeah, it's an HBO show I've never bothered to watch, but like, apparently there's a cam girl who does balloon stuff. I mean, so this has been around, and there's like uh, there's a reference to a, a British comedy movie from 1975 in which there, there's a lunar. Wow. Most, most of our fetish shit goes back to like 2002, and we've got a reference to 1975. So this is an there's established... Also, uh, uh, 1990s it. That's not a balloon fetish. Chris. He's got a lot of them, though. He's got a lot more in the new one. Chris has a notebook of jokes, and mm-hmm. he's just cycling through them. <laughs> Anytime he can, like, in, in, inject some humor about a scary movie that nobody cares about and nobody should ever watch, he's like, yes, it? let's do that. It's like one of the highest grossing movies of the year. Okay, I'm being you're feeding. You're feeding his derailment. You're feeding the derailment. <laughs> yes, yes. Um... So the the, the 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 point where I was reaching was that this fetish is does have a large audience and has been around for a long time. Yes. Of course, it is very hard to put percentages on that. Really, only a foot fetish you can kind of put like a number around because it's just so fucking common. I I couldn't hazard a guess how many lunars there are in America or in the world. It's but like it was much more common than I previously thought yes well and i think there's different it, because it really i don't know there's a lot of subsections of, of lunars yeah mm-hmm. like, like with every yeah, fetish lots of different kinds yeah. of which i think guides us right into the the next point which is variance yes there's a lot of different ways that you can involve balloons in your sex life uh there are i mean the thing that i didn't realize was how many different ways there are just to pop balloons that doesn't even get into the what? that you uh yeah, there were three primary ways. Yeah, the, but there's the there's Sitting the on poppers and non-poppers are the yeah. binary. Right, if you think, right, imagine right. a pyramid. The top of the pyramid is poppers versus non-poppers. Two wildly opposing groups. Think of them as liberals versus Democrats, or ghosts oh, versus, versus ghosts. Liberals versus Democrats. Yes, oh, those because, are very different groups. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or ghosts versus Ghostbusters. Fuck with me. I have a bad tongue. <laughs> Shit. Shit. I fucked up my own joke. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Well, there's poppers and there's non-poppers. And then you get into further subsections from there. And there's three different ways to pop a balloon. To pop a balloon, yeah. Well, sitting, grinding, and yeah, it was, uh, dabbing. Third one was. Uh, I heard from an English guy, blow to burst, blow or sit to burst, and grind to burst. Oh, blow to burst. Uh, Americans were uh, pop, pop, and pop. So blow to pop. Sit to pop and oh. grind to pop. Wait, but also, what about popping with like a like a sharp object? I don't know if that was that wasn't one of the three that was discussed as part of being. Like, I just discovered a new way to kill balloons. There's more than one way than more than one way to skin a cat. There are now four <laughs> ways to pop balloons. You also put it in a microwave; it pop. Yeah, Ooh. you get like a potato peeler. Uh-huh. You could do that too. I feel like it's pretty important that your body be directly involved with popping the balloon, though. Yeah. Or having a partner pop. So yeah, you pierce it with your penis. 
I think I, I think <laughs> really did whether it's uh, <laughs> you'd have to be Pierce Needle with the Albert. Oh yeah, yeah. Prince Albert. Can um, help you. I think either way, there there it needs to be said that not everyone is entirely involved in just the balloon itself. For some people, or I I don't know how to divvy it up. For a lot of people, it's partner plus balloon. Right. And for some people, it is entirely just the balloon, which I imagine is a huge I, dividing line. There were uh, a few. I watched a. Uh, video of an interview with a it was on vice with a uh always beating us to it porn star uh who did balloons and uh she uh said that she's uh, actually never had sex uh she's never had any sort of relationship with any human only with balloons i mean that's kind of sounds like she'd probably be treated better i mean balloons have never done anything to wrong me yeah, they're great listeners yeah but the, they also you know they can't ever surprise you. Well, I guess they can. They can absolutely <laughs> surprise you. They can do everything. They don't stick can. around too I long. Think, I think my earliest memory, like the first memory I ever formed, was losing a little helium balloon and watching it float off into the sky. And that's the hardest I've, Are I've you cried. Sure? Were just it, watching the music video for 99 Red Balloons? It was a blue balloon. It yeah. said Blockbuster. I loved it. And when that thing flew away, it was the most devastated I think I've ever been. Do you think that ties into your non-popping status? I, I think that ties into my non-popper status, and I also think that see, I have a, a rift like that is could create the seeds for a sexual fetish. But I, I have a very similar memory of losing a uh, balloon at, at a birthday party. Well, and uh, now I feel abandoned by all balloons, so they must all, all be balloons. Popped. This is like I actually said in the, in the burping episode when you're like eleven or like seven. Burping is like a much bigger part of your daily life. Not like it's going on all the time, but like it's more of a thing. And when you're an adult, it's literally no part of your day. But it's very much like part of the schoolyard, part of getting along with brothers and sisters. Balloons are right up that same category as burps. Where it's like, when you're a kid, a balloon's a big fucking deal. Right. If there's a balloon at a party, or you're like getting to blow up balloons for the first time, or you get to play with water balloons, like... Everyone has very deep-seated, intimate memories of balloons. I mean, I talked to a few people this weekend about how this is the episode we were doing. You talk to anybody, and they remember something from, about balloons distinctly from their childhood. Mm-hmm. Because there's something about the unique texture, the unique situation, the... The context, yeah, of balloons. It, well, they're also, like, representative of, like, child-like innocence and yes. joy and happiness, which is also why they're used so frequently in horror movies, because... It is the... Uh, Ironic. The juxtaposition. The juxtaposition, yeah. yes. Well, I think it also gets attention. You know, when I was thinking about this fetish, I, I thought about how um, balloons are something that guarantee that an adult will pay attention to you. I, I was thinking about that just when Chris wouldn't, like, stop fucking with the balloons. Is is A balloon is a guaranteed way that someone's going to be looking at you. It almost represents attractiveness in a way. That's true. That's also why they use balloons, like, in supermarkets and retail stores to attract you toward the thing you're supposed to want to buy. Yeah, the very front of the store. Sale. Yeah, because you see it, you notice it immediately, and you're drawn to it. Or uh, the car dealerships use those giant balloons. Right. Or the mere fact that balloons are a part of everyday life and as far as celebration goes. I mean, balloons, you can make an argument, are superior to glitter as representing... This is a party. Right. This is a good time. Celebration. Yay. Yeah. The IRS does not have balloons. Yeah. If you're having a party for someone, even if decor is not on your priority list, you're probably going to have a couple balloons. I'm sure the IRS has balloons. They're just probably gray and like half inflated. 
Just they're only out. allowed to put coffee. No. <laughs> yeah, they're not a. Uh, they're not helium <laughs> balloons. Just, they're just tied to strings and laying on the yeah. floor. And they're too. They're now, too un- underinflated to pop. So if you put a push pin to them, it doesn't. No, do they're on those sticks that people use when they don't want to have helium balloons, but want to make it look like the balloons. Are yeah, <laughs> and the balloon just is kind of laying <laughs> on the side instead of standing up. So is helium kind of like the lifeblood? For I don't think it's. Balloons, I don't or, think it's essential. Not all of them need to be flying around, though. A lot of them are like heavily controlled by people as they're using them in this. In this. Way. And yeah, I think for the fetish, helium is not used at all. From what I think it could be. Well, if that's I mean, yeah, that's yeah, part of it. I yeah. think that's probably a separate fetish, though. I mean, every fetish is its own thing. That's going to have its own user who's going to deck it out their own personal way. I, I, the point I really just want to get to is that balloons have a much larger societal meaning to us than we would guess. I mean, it's something we're all so used to. We don't think of it as having meaning, but the balloon is a powerful symbol. And the fact that there's sexualization derived out of that by a developing mind is kind of a no-brainer. Thanks, guys. Thank <laughs> you, you were, for all nodding. I Yes. Were, yeah, that was so great. You were sounding so good. I didn't want to... They could hear the nods. Uh, I can hear the nuts. Yeah. The, the, the very mild sounds of fingers on latex. Sarah, you're allergic to latex. Do you feel left out? No, I don't really care enough about my latex allergy to to avoid participation in balloons. Do you think they should make non-latex balloons? Uh, just out of sheep bladder? I don't know how they would. Sheep bladder? I just don't, uh, I don't need them. Although I guess if I was part of this fetish, I would be very sad, because there really is no alternative, huh? I think it would make it a little more naughty, honestly. You can have like, I might get a sexy, sexy rash. Yeah, or you like your cheeks yeah. might puff out, you might suffocate. And if you're into asphyxiation... There you go. Or inflation, because you might... Yeah, you could swell up up. like a balloon. No, you could be a bubblegum popper, which is definitely one of the variants that needs to be brought up. There's an entire subsection of this fetish of people who are just into bubblegum. Would you call that a subsection of this fetish? I would not. Well, what I read about it is, yeah, on one hand, you just have like the candy fetish of a pretty lady or a pretty boy chewing bubblegum. But the anticipation of the pop fits right into this fetish. And there's a ton of people who they have a... A genuine sexual reaction to blowing up a, a bubble gum, and the moment right before it pops is mm-hmm. sexy to them, and that's absolutely balloon fetish. And or it could get you killed if you're in um, the Broadway hit musical Chicago. <laughs> he was popping his gum too much. Also, yeah, the most famous bubble gum chewer, Violet. Turned into a balloon. She did. We're not talking about inflation today. We're not talking <laughs> about inflation. Today. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I think I think this is this is really kind of an interesting thing to research, and I'm surprised to see like the the variations in it are just widespread because there's I, I imagine okay somebody who's a lunar um, or who claims to be a lunar <clears throat> is like somebody who just like messes with like the small balloons. No, there are people that will like that like to get inside of balloons. Mm-hmm. I was looking at one. Um, Specifically, one dominatrix who likes to put people inside of balloons and it gets them kind of turned on. Um, Only kind of though. There's a well, risk of suffocation. No, but you don't like. I mean, you you can go in there with like like two people can fit in there. Like it's there, huge. I saw a video of uh, like a whole party of people getting into. Like yeah. she was the the woman hosting the party was hosting it explicitly mm-hmm. with a giant balloon. They watch the first person get in and then everyone else starts trying to fit into the giant balloon as well until mm-hmm. it pops. You're watching porn for stuff this week. Everything looked remarkably fun, 
but not in a sexy way. I guess like sometimes there are some sexy people involved. A yeah. lot of it seems very childlike. Like, yeah, there's honestly, not much like, sex involved. If we could have all like the the best sexy balloon toys in the world, we could have a blast right now, and it would be a wholesome PG I mean, time. The a lot of the videos I've watched did eventually break down to them like humping the balloons, but for the most part, a lot of like the balloon fetish parties were. Just, like, people blowing up and popping balloons. Yeah, let me say this. Um, this is one thing that I found, too. Whenever you go into BDSM dungeons, they tend to be, like, really stuffy. People are really serious. Um, so balloons can, like, be taken into this kind of situation to very, like, serious dungeon environments and get everyone activated and kind of feeling a little bit more lighthearted. They don't take things quite so seriously once, like, balloons are introduced into this environment, which is kind of really interesting. Once people, uh, once people see a couple of people get in, they start lining up, and then you have everyone in the room cheering and excited because you know there's like there's this big balloon that you can get into. So that was kind of interesting. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say I don't even know personally if I would be able to get into a sexual mood with the balloons in the room. I think I would just bop them around and yeah, have just, too much just fun. Just what Dana's saying that there's right. this, there's this this very almost like. <sighs> I don't want to say it's a non-sex. It's not a traditionally sex sexual attitude mm-hmm. because, as I'm sure this will end up coming up for like um, the the clown episode, and as it kind of came up in, with, with yiffing, mm-hmm. is this is something very childlike and <sighs> normal. I guess traditional is the better word than normal. Mm-hmm. The traditional sexual attitude is to avoid any sense of innocence, a sense of. Um, goofiness, right? You're childishness. supposed to be just a purely sexual yeah. being and not giggling at balloons. And, and that's right. the, that's the hardest part of this fetish to to honestly wrap my head around is um, just the, the mere fact that it's it's goofy and childlike, and that's not anything that I can relate to on a sexual level. Not that there's anything wrong with what they're doing. And there are plenty of people that say that just the popping of a balloon can cause them to orgasm. Like instantly, because I don't know if I believe that. But it's such an intense feeling. It's no, such an yeah. intense experience. Watching Chris um, hold a nail to that, that was... <laughs> I wasn't I ready. All right, uh, the, the girl I watched in the Vice video said that uh, during when she's PMSing, she can't actually finish from a balloon. She just keeps getting so more and more aroused with the balloon that she just like starts going crazy. She has to use other means to finish herself. But she was like, yeah, normally I can just like, you know, knock one out real quick with a balloon. But yeah, uh, when it's that time of the month, I, I just get so aroused that I just start going insane and I can't finish it off with a balloon. It's like, uh, okay, that, that's hmm. strange. I wonder why. I wonder what the difference is. Different strokes for different pokes. I, 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 that's the best I could for do. Different on, lunars. For different lunars. That's the best I could do on short notice. I'm sorry I didn't prepare any material. But even, even if you're not maybe into or turned on by balloons, don't you think it'd be kind of sexy to ride on top of a balloon while you're like banging someone and just like the anticipation of, oh my gosh, what if this pops? No. I mean, I feel oh. like, oh, I don't know about the anticipation of what if it pops, but I feel like anytime nice, I like, get on like an exercise ball or something like that, my mm-hmm. natural instinct is definitely just to start like bouncing on yeah. it like I'm mm-hmm. riding it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I could see how it could be sexy. There'd be I like, think it could be totally sexy, yeah. especially like if it's, if nothing else, it's like an extra cushy ride. Like, <laughs> I'll tell you this: what I find sexy is the uh, the the erotic dance of a partner who is dressed in balloons, mm. and they're thick enough where you can't see through them, 
and they look like a giant bunch of grapes. They're just <laughs> like preferably they're 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 purple balloons as well. They're kind of like the Michelin Man. Yes, and they've got <laughs> they even have like some green balloons around their neck, and then they just kind of like pop them one by one. I thought you were a non-popper. I'm not, I'm a non-popper, but the idea of these grapes popping off of they somebody. They can have treats inside. Ooh. Maybe grapes. Ooh. Just <laughs> wanna, so I really just want a grape person to deliver me grapes. Yeah, you're you're uh, a graper. <laughs> Oh god, that doesn't sound good. good. <laughs> Never mind, take that back. It would be grapist. <laughs> that would be great. That sounds just um, Let's move on to the next topic, which is sex and texture. Because I, I, I think that don't don't you do it. I mean, I get it. It's a very like smooth, pleasant it's unique. surface. I feel like when you're a child and you're playing with balloons, you're Almost like simulating what it's going to be like when you're a consenting adult and you're exploring a body, just because it's a weirdly like human thing. I think that's why it's so easy to anthropomorphize a balloon. Is it comes to rec- represent a person with its round shape. It responds to touch the same way skin does. Yeah, and if you neck it enough, it kind of looks like a penis. Ooh, but and if you squeeze it, it'll pop. Well, and also the little nipple, it is essentially a boob. Yeah. That's but like it, that, that is a nipple on a large really round object, here, guys. <laughs> just your one nipple. Yeah, just um, your one hard nipple. Uh, necking is uh, just when you've blown up. Derail the topic for she necking. No, no, no. Oh. I asked oh. him to describe it. It's good. I just butt hurt. Uh, necking is when uh, you are like have blown a balloon up like ninety percent of the way, and you just start pulling the neck out, kind of like your. Like What's your the neck? Off. What is the neck of the balloon? So, it's the place under the nipple. I know because I, you're squeezing it, but the listeners don't know. It's the place. The long tube that leads to the throttle. end of the balloon. <laughs> the place you throttle. Yeah. The neck. I need a diagram of balloon end. with mm-hmm. figure A, ribbon, figure B, body, figure mm-hmm. C, nipple. Yeah. yeah. Figure D. I just neck. don't know if I heard neck. Thin, that's what I would think. It's the thin part of the balloon, but uh, you just stretch out the neck, and it uh, the neck keeps getting bigger and bigger as you stretch it out. Uh, and then uh, some people do that until it pops. But that's what necking is. It's not like, uh, as Dana said, I thought that was second base. <laughs> well, it, it, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Sometimes. Ne- with a balloon, though. Yeah, I think that's going all the way with a balloon. <laughs> yeah. a, that might be a home run. That's a home run. run. Well, I don't know. I think, I don't know. It's kind of fun. But I think in terms of texture, that also makes me laugh because I know... As a, as like a teenager and becoming a, a, a young adult, I was thinking a lot about like how balloons are very close to like condoms. Yeah. And so like condoms are like forbidden, but I can play with a balloon. Uh, they actually, I almost bought the uh, clear balloons that just look like condoms. They are just mm-hmm. our condoms. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest here. Gloves, condoms, condoms balloons. Condoms are just balloons that are ribbed for her pleasure. They're all the same thing. I mean, you can... Long, skinny I have been to parties where we've thrown blown-up condoms at people. Yeah, if you want to save money on... uh... No, condoms are much more expensive. (laughs) Condoms are much more expensive. If you want to save money on condoms, you balloon, not the other way around. No, no, no. Even cheaper, just get latex gloves. (laughs) Well, you don't you need to have, like, an echidna penis? (laughs) (laughs) I gotta get my weekly Sonic reference. (laughs) I found it. (laughs) No, That's I why think... gloves are called echidna condoms. 
<laughs> oh my god! Oh, is that what they're called? Yeah, I'll have to make sure to remember that next I, time at work. I was yeah, you buy some uh, kind of condoms for me. <laughs> yeah, I was with my like straight laced Republican boss at the restaurant I used to work in. I was like, "Hey, we're running low on the small echidna condoms. <laughs> we need to pick up some more Order of those." Some more? That's hilarious. But um, not for me. I need the extra large echidna condoms. I mean, for other people that need the small echidna condoms. <laughs> Well, I just think, I don't know, it's kind of funny because, like, there's so many different ways that, like, I don't know, balloons, I feel like, sometimes are not inherently sexy, but then if you think of a condom, oh, yeah, that's super sexy. I don't think condoms are super sexy. I think condoms are not sexy at all. I think they're one of the least sexy things. Yeah. Really? I think they're super sexy because that means you get to get it on and feel good about it. I'm not going to say anything about (laughs) further about condoms. I'm just going to say that I've got a weird smell. That's very true and a weird taste. They're not near your nose. I don't know what they taste. Man, I promise I didn't want to get too dirty. Wait, hold on. About my own personal good. experiences, but the worst thing yeah. in the world is when you you eat a pussy after a condom's been in it. See, it's a weird taste. That is a taste, and it lingers. It's oily. See that? It, that's mm-hmm. another advantage of the balloons over condoms. They don't have the weird lube. Mm-mm. None of that weird like machine lube. It's just like it's just a balloon. It's kind of fleshy and round. Mm-hmm. Really, this entire texture sub subsection can just be wrapped up as they are round and they react kind of like skin which is why it's a good stand-in as a as as far as paraphilias go object fetishism the balloon is the quintessential object fetish you could oil it up i licked this balloon to see what it tastes yeah and i did it taste like latex it doesn't taste like anything it looks like it's got a skid mark down the side of it yeah it does now it's got got some spit on the inside of it you're banned What's next? Sex and sound. Where am I banned from? That's your cue, Chris. That's your cue. Sex and sound. I got it. Don't you do it. Oh, not by me. (laughs) I get it. I get it so much. Whenever you're squeezing the balloon, I absolutely understand the fetish, but not in a positive way. I hate it. But I kind of enjoy it too. It's Tom, like waiting Tommy to get spanked or something. Because I squeeze the balloon really hard. Gets me right in yeah, my jillies. I bet your I bet your heart rate about. just yeah, shot through it the just roof. shot. Through. I was trying to do it so quick that you would just like <laughs> just shriek, it. but it didn't. It didn't pop. I squeezed it pretty hard. But yeah, like, I already scared my dog away. A my balloon friend. popping. Oh no, it's gonna happen. Do it. Oh. A balloon popping sounds like. <sighs> <laughs> Flyberg, oh, sorry. Uh, Sorry, any non-poppers. I did not. I did whatever the opposite is. It sounded like Shot you did. Shot in like a turtle. <laughs> it sounded like you did, though. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> sex and sound. Uh, while the balloon is an excellent stand-in for, like, a, it's kind of like a humanoid thing you encounter as a child, there's nothing human about the way it sounds, I don't think. But it does come with a bunch of unique noises. And how do you think that influences sexuality? Because th- there's some people argue that uh, their balloon fetish is entirely sound based. It has nothing to do with any the object whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like people that um, make those a- is it ASMR mm-hmm. radios, or like what we were talking about the other week with the farting being a, a sound fetish more burping. than or burping, yeah, yeah not farting. We, not we farting. didn't talk about farting. It was a subsection of burping. Same, same, same thing. Same diff. Yeah, hearing That's noises that aren't necessarily human can can elicit those same kinds of responses. I mean, some from of them your body. have to be into the sound of like the air escaping. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, because a balloon has. I said there was three earlier. There's probably like. Six balloon noises, and they're all very yeah, distinct. Just, uh, popping it up in there, not like popping it, just boop. 
Like, I love that boop. sound. Yeah, that's a very noise. nice let's sound. See, let's even capture the boop noise. Yeah, that noise. <laughs> that noise. That, that, noise noise. that is not being picked up. If we get close enough to the mic, and get the boop. Yeah, that's the boop. Boop. Okay, I like that noise a lot. <laughs> okay, so that's noise one. Uh, I don't see the sexuality in it. Everyone, uh, everyone, do a sex check. Does anyone feel any reaction? Uh, I my panties are dry. Okay. Uh, I was just that's imagining. Just fun. That's just I was imagining joyful. playing like the keep up game while having sex. I think I pay more attention to the game. Than that's yeah, sex. well, because it's yeah. Well, maybe if there was stakes. But that was noise too. Clearly, if you drop the balloon. That's getting into BDSM territory. <laughs> There's like the in- inflation sound. Do you suppose that some people are uh, find it sexual that find sexuality in the fact that when you kind of hold a balloon near you, it does that weird thing or it reverberates your own voice? Uh-huh. So you kind of makes your hair kind of almost like you're talking to you. So it does that's what I was thinking. Of. I was kind of like a robot or like a yeah strange. When you feel it, like you feel a static. You feel like that warm static coming from. I it. feel like this balloon and I are about to make like, out. Yeah, I really. Yeah. do. I was curious, like whenever. Do you want to try to get the inflation sound? We can, but um, and there's also like when you stretch it out before you start to blow it up. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and go out there and say everyone should push should try this. You should get a bucket of balloons with your partner and see if you enjoy it. I I, really, I, I wholesomely endorse this one. If it's not sexy, you'll still probably have a yeah. Good you'll time. have a good time. Can I? Can I hear the one? Oh, there oh, we go. Man. That was a good one. That was a good noise. Yeah, you gotta. I really want to rub this on my pubic hair and see if it like does the thing where <laughs> see if it stands oh, up. It's static too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Thinking that, right? No, no, I really wasn't. But okay, I right. let's now. just admit how cool that would be. Quick, oh, you're leaving us for this? Because people rub <laughs> these gotcha. on their heads, right? And the like attracts their hair. I want to see if it works on my pubes. That's all yeah, I want to say. It depends how long they are. Well, I would grow them out just much for that. Chris has really thick hair. Does it work on him? Yeah. A little bit. Uh, you, gotta work, you gotta work it in there. There you go. There you go, champ. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah, that works. Journalism at its finest. I can't believe I'm the only person that was thinking about that. See, I would go test it right now, but I don't think I should chance rubbing a balloon on my vagina. Just make sure it's the same one that Chris licked. We'll be okay. Oh, you. <laughs> you don't. You don't mean that a, a rash on your vagina is not, not sexy. Not today. I'm sure not there's some, there, there's a fetish for everyone, and I'm sure the rash is for somebody. Okay, next week we're gonna reconvene, and I'll ask everyone how their pubic hair balloon um, attraction was working. You need to actually go to the restroom. No. Oh, that was no. part of the that, that was, was part of the that was the gag. That was part of the bit. Pretend like I, I thought it was weird. You're just announcing that onto the, to the audience. I'm a total all. weirdo. I have to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> we're all weirdos here. <laughs> so. Also, I'm. I really think it'd be fun to just bounce around on one. Like, uh, have you ever seen those? Like, in, they're like exercise balls, but they have a handle. Oh yeah, and you can hop around on them. Yeah, I wanted a balloon like that that I can like chase around my partner with my partner like in a race and in like a sexy race. I don't know. What am I thinking? And then what if you had like a dildo strapped oh, on top? Of that's it? a thing. That's a real thing. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. But we're gonna get, we're gonna get to that. In a okay. All right, all right. Um. Yeah. One of my favorite things to do with balloons, and it totally like. Oh, it's it's so visceral. So you, you take the neck and expand it so that you've cut off the air supply to the body, and you bite it, and then you kind of let it out. And then instead of it popping, it's like this like that's a satisfying noise. Huh. Pulling it right into her face. <laughs> oh, the latex is good for her. Um, It'll help me grow. Yeah. My favorite thing to do (laughs) with balloons is to jump into a pile of them and then just go straight through and hit the floor because 
<laughs> there's no substance pop. to them. Well, there's no substance to them either. So when you jump in a big pile of them, they just go everywhere and you just hit the ground. That was fun. You did it. Fun. I also like after you deflate them when they're all soft and wrinkled. Yeah. That was actually one of the things I uh, saw people talk about a lot is the age of balloons. Like they get wrinkly. They that when they've been inflated for a while, they lose a lot of their elasticity. So instead of making the nice pop, they make kind of like poop. Oh, they that age sounds, just like human beings. Yeah, sexy as hell. Yeah, have you ever no, a, no, they actually I'm don't like old balloons. Back and forth between popper and non-popper. Have you ever put a push pin into an old person? Because <laughs> they they just kind of boof. What it's, have I ever have I ever stabbed an old bag? <laughs> That was good. That was good. That was good. Do you guys remember when you would uh, when you would uh, blow up a, a water balloon and it would get like the little mini balloons in the neck? Yeah. Someone else remembers that. Why would you blow up a water balloon? Because blowing up one. Well, to inf- is are you inflating? What are you doing? What are you doing when I you? I think you're filling it. You yeah, fill. Filling a water balloon. You, yeah. Filling it up. Usually, sometimes with shaving yeah, you cream don't, too. You don't inflate <gasps> a condom with your penis. Well, I never considered that. You never put shaving cream in a water shaving balloon? Shaving cream in a water balloon? Dude, it's fine. Did you ever take a, a water balloon and put it in the freezer? That, that one's probably not safe. <laughs> <And> murder somebody? <laughs> <laughs> then just give it, give it to it your rain, balloon fetishist friends. And it's like the it's like the ice pick or the ice pick mystery. <laughs> How did they die? <laughs> you never seen the. It was blunt force trauma, but all that's here is a balloon filled with water. We are nice and off topic, but someone posted on Tumblr these pictures of how they they took uh, water balloons and filled them. With water mm-hmm. and then food dye, and they shook them around. And they put them in the freezer. So then they have these giant crystals. And so on the first big freeze of the year, when snow is on the ground, they put all of them out. And then they had all these like colored glowing orbs in their front yard for Christmas time. So someone tried to do it, except they only did red. And then the balloons didn't work, and they oh no! <laughs> so it looked like someone had just had a shooting spree in their, in their snowy front yard. <laughs> I Although I do think that would be a really cool water balloon fight with all. Red water balloons. So every time somebody gets hit, <laughs> yeah. they just you know. red. <laughs> They've been murdered. Oh. I wonder how lunars feel about water balloon fights. I wonder how they feel about water balloons in general. Yeah, Depends on whether you're a popper or a non-popper, I guess. Yeah, but like, I don't know. Yeah, but they also don't make that sound. I mean, again, to say the oldest thing that has been said in this show, different for everybody. I just wish I could interview a lunar. Hey, if you're a lunar and you're listening to this show, you should definitely uh, send us a message. How do you feel about water balloons? Dana's curious. Also, invite us to a thing. I've never had more fun than this. Also, how often do people make boobs out of balloons at these balloon parties? Chris is at like seven times already. Yeah, he really enjoys having his big <laughs> I always boobies. have to have two with me. <laughs> <laughs> He needs both of his hands occupied. Um, I think I've said everything about the psychology of this subject. Well, uh, I didn't see a psychologist who was saying that you, the balloons are l- much like breasts or butts, and that that might be. Wait, where hold it up like it it's a butt. From. Hold it up like it's a butt. Not not on you. Just I just want to. No, I want to see it on you. Apple bottom jeans. Well, that's a butt. I've got a bubble that butt. There is a butt. That's an actual butt. Bubble bubble butt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> the psychology can wrapped up be wrapped up in one sentence, and that it, it is a very tactile mm-hmm. sensation that is similar to a human body. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and they give enough like bounce. Yeah. yeah. Don't you pop that thing. Don't you do it. This one on top. This one's barely blown up. Don't. Uh, 
Oh, you're making me nervous. But I'm not turned on. Yeah, There's I'm not a popper. No, that's already covered. I want to be turned on by this. Sarah, you were saying yet. something constructive of the conversation, I think. Oh, it wasn't constructive. Oh, okay. Well, what was it? I don't even remember, but it wasn't constructive. Well, I'm proud of you. It was a silly comment, I'm sure. <laughs> also, yeah, do we talk about, like, just how it feels? Oh, jeez. Yeah, we'll get to that. I'm doing last call for notes. Oh. Yeah, the way it feels gets... Products. <laughs> well, no, last call for notes before products. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I had one note. So, when I was watching the video, the guy said, I'm bringing 100 balloons to this balloon fetish party. And my first thought was, why are you bringing balloons to a balloon fetish party? I'm sure everyone's bringing balloons. But then my next thought was, what if everyone had that thought? And they just showed up to a balloon fetish party and there were no balloons. Because everyone thought someone else was bringing balloons. I'd be scared if I showed up at a balloon fetish party and there were no balloons. Yeah. I would think that something was bad was about to happen. There would be, like, someone in latex in the corner. There'd be a clown in another corner. And you're just like, what's uh, happening? I need an adult. I came here for balloons. Uh, there was a guy that had uh, 65,000 balloons. He just had a collection that he kept in his parents' garage. I assume non-inflated. Uh, but uh, A collection? Yeah. Not inflated, but that means they're like just... They're just balloons. Carcasses. Yeah. Just any old balloons well, or special no, event that was, that was from the That was from the taboo. taboo. My terminology is a unblown up balloon is called a, a fetus, and then a popped balloon is called a corpse. Got it. And then a blown up balloon is an adult. So when does life start? Wait, when you inject air into it, you're so giving it life. This one is. Oh shit! It represents. It's one of the first things you kiss. Oh, That's definitely part of the psychology. Oh, it's true. It's one of the first things you have like real mouth contact but with. This balloon is slightly smaller than this balloon. Does that make this balloon younger than this balloon? No, it just means it ended up larger. Like I'm a little bit larger than you. So it's like a binary. It's thing. Different body types. Yeah. Okay. Some people are shaped like pears. Some people are shaped like <laughs> balloons. Balloons are pears. Not if you stop inflating them in time. I want to move on to Dana's product corner because I'm actually really curious about like how much this will break your bank. Because Chris, you bought 20 red balloons, standard grocery store balloons. I thought they'd be like a dollar. They were like three dollars. Isn't too expensive. So three dollars for 20. That's more than I wanted. Yeah. That's that's pretty standard. Helium's gonna cost you more. But I did want to get the big balloons, like really big balloons, and they were four for seven dollars. And I was like. Four for seven dollars, and I can't even blow that up this afternoon. Are those the punch balloons that have like a like a tether on the bottom that you like hold and you punch them? No, they're just like really big. They're the same like uh, as this, except they're just really big. Got it. Those are lots of fun though. The ones that have like a rubber band on the bottom, and you just I always whack like the balloons around. that have a balloon inside the balloon, like a heart, and then it's got a big yeah. balloon over that. Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Yeah. M I C K E Y M O U S. Yes. When I was growing up, there was a there was a variety pack. I remember getting, especially in the beginning of summer. Yeah. And it was like five different weird shapes for water balloons. One one was a dick. The other one was a cylinder. Standard lightning bolt. Mouse was a mouse shaped one. It was like Mickey Mouse or a heart. But they didn't own it. Yeah, it was just like a double. It was oh. a booby balloon. It was a booby balloon. Huh. Was there a cube? No, the technology is just not there yet. Mm. But our American scientists are working as hard as they can. But you know who has so many different kinds of shapes of balloons? Uh, Clowns. Darknet fetish sites, or actually lightnet fetish sites. They can make any shape. I've seen them make dogs. I've seen them make Spider Man. 
Okay, well, besides <laughs> scary clowns, if you want to buy a really coolly shaped balloon but don't interact with a clown, check out Balloons United. This is the coolest place. They have so many different kinds of balloons. Is it inherently sexual? Yes. Um, yeah. Well, not oh. all of them, but some of them are Winners just like, um, there's a whole bunch of different kinds. Let me see if they, you, you can, oh, here's the shop. That it's one really is a cool. heart. Um, there's all different shapes. Talk about some prices. Sizes. Was that a skull? Uh, probably. No, there's big ones. It was just a black there's and white There's small one. ones. There's, like, different shaped ones. That one's big. That one's shaped like that a cello. Like, got the there's world the world. Um, there's a whole bunch of different Is that a giant whoopee cushion? There's one that's got that a big I'm seeing, like, two and three euros. There's like, a really big yeah. neck. Looks like between, like, five and ten the dollars next, for these bullshit. The necks are not too bad. They're not too expensive. They're for extremely a friend, For a companion. Look how big that one is. Hold on. So if each one of us put ten dollars so in... And we all got one balloon. We'd all get to play with each other's balloons. Look, that one's a climbing Whoa. balloon for only 30 bucks. Yeah. About 15 Most euro. of the climbing balloons are $20 to $50. That's not much. No. Guys. There's some that look like bowling pins. We can make that happen. Maybe I'm crazy, but what if we stop having skeletons. a kink cast? That one and we looks start like having a, a balloon yeah, cast. Balloon cast? Balloon cast. Also, there's some big, big ones that you can probably oh, write on. That one says Magnum written across it. Yeah. I bet Sarah could play with a lot of these because once they get to be that size, they're not latex anymore. Oh, they're yeah. probably like that polyethylene Smart stuff. Heart one. There's an apple one. So they've got to be sturdy, too. That guy's standing on his balloon. Yeah. So there's lots of different... There's so many different balloons that are available at this website. And it's really cool because I really just want to order a whole bunch of them and have a whole room full of balloons to play in like a little like a little child. There's lots of different shapes too, like oh. bunny and. Dana, you said you have a spare room, right? There's I do. A, there's yeah. a duck. Oh, there's a rabbit. Well, I think you found its purpose. A lot of them do look like giant sex toys. They look yeah. like dildos. But it's really awesome because there's so many different varieties out there. We'll... And this place is, I feel like, in, if I had to pick a one-stop shop for this particular episode, Balloons United, the shop is is phenomenal. And also, there's like blogs and other people that are talking about their relationships to balloons and what that means to them. Or Party City. Will you look at what the most expensive item on that website is? Just because I'm curious. I'll let you do it. What are those uh, foil okay. balloons? What are those called? Weather mm. balloons. Let's no, the, the ones that are like, like shaped and will say like "Happy my, Birthday." Mylar. Mylar. Oh, there. Mylar. Are, those aren't part of this, are they? Those don't seem like. Oh, they could be. I mean, I wouldn't deny it. To oh, here we go. Those are here we go. All different sounds. Here's a balloon. Yeah. That's the most <laughs> expensive balloon ever. Uh, at Christie's on Tuesday night, balloon dog orange by Jeff Coons, an American artist known for brightly colored reflective sculptures that resemble balloons, was sold to an anonymous telephone bidder for fifty-eight point four million dollars. That's a nice balloon. That's an expensive could, balloon. That would be a hell of a hump. I wonder what the most expensive actual Wait, is like, it actually a balloon? balloon? No, I don't though. think so. I, it's it probably was a glass. sculpture that was shaped like a balloon. But it's shaped I like a balloon too. dog. I bet a lunar bought it. <laughs> um, we very, also have... Very, like, wealthy lunar. <laughs> we also have well, fantastic... Lunars can have money? Other oh. oppor- opportunities. Um, this is a balloon. It's one of those exercise balls. Yeah, but with a dildo. It's got a, but it's got a on dildo it. on it. See, handles. I could see that being just a blast. Yeah, yeah. You get and your cardio. You get your cardio in. You get you to bounce around a little bit. It's 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 like a, a it's child's like the, toy, but made for an adult. It's like the exercise bike from uh, the new season of Always Sunny. Yeah, and available through Amazon for only twenty five bucks. Put on list. Christmas list. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, and the other thing I found, there's, I mean, there's obviously tons of balloons out there for whether you're wanting to like pop them or like write on them or whatever. Um, there's also this really cool thing that I found that is a machine that's supposed to help um, ladies heighten their orgasms. 
It's called a vaginal pressure inducer. It sounds like um, it would kill somebody. It's not like the sexiest looking thing. No, it looks like, it that looks, looks like, like it would a, kill somebody. Basically, it like you have a doctor put it inside of uh, your lady bits, and then they inflate it, um, creating high vaginal pressure. So it kind of looks like uh, like that. This is this year that this has been. That's gotta be a weird doctor's Um, visit, doctor. I want you to shove this inside of me. uh, The women allowed the balloon to inflate significantly more when watching porn compared to when they were watching an unsexy film. So actually, like with this, they were kind of like trying to measure how much um, expansion could happen inside the woman whenever she was being turned on and whenever she was not being turned on. So it's like a measurement device to measure how tightly she's clamping down? But the accidental discovery was so good that the women even reported being more aroused whenever they watched the erotic films with the vaginal pressure inducer than without it. So with this thing creating pressure inside... Um, it was kind of super sexy. So, um, anyways, uh, so the toy itself is kind of a sexy balloon, an internal balloon. I would debate that that gets to be, well, that's not inflation. So I, I, I guess it counts. It's, it's just it a is literally a balloon. a balloon being shoved inside of you. Yeah, me. which I it guess is, that's part of it. It is fucking a balloon. That, I think, would that guide us into the F, D, I. Which is the fetish danger index. By the way, when I was on Wikipedia, the DS4, which is like the giant reference book for psychological disorders, they they uh, characterized it as an occupational impedance. Although apparently it's been taken off that now. But like this was this has been around long enough that the DS4 was like, yeah, you can have bipolar <laughs> disorder, you can have depression, or you can be a balloon fetishist. It was akin to these things. Which oh, is- yeah, I can assume that like if you were trying to be a clown and you had this fetish. Well, back in the, the Huffy days when you were only allowed to have missionary sex that was heterosexual, I'm sure that people... DS4 is old. Yeah, I'm sure that people who like... <laughs> well, homosexuality was only taken off when, in the 90s? Uh, 2003? The, 2003? Yeah, for like the DS5, I think, is what it was. Well, the DS4, it's called an occupational impedance. Uh, and they said that there is a health risk to balloons because they are vulnerable to fall injuries. Because they're standing on balloons a lot. Yeah, and that was an interesting uh, point that I hadn't considered. If yeah. you are, like Dana was talking about, if you are just bouncing on top of a balloon and then it does pop and then you fall in two feet through the air off the Yeah, top of if you balloon. are, like, putting full force onto a balloon and your whole body weight's on top of it and you slam full force into it and it pops, you're slamming full force into the ground. Right. Yeah, I actually, I want to give this kink a two, but like the goofiest two of all time. And <laughs> that like, you probably shouldn't be doing this hammered. You need to be careful with your push pins. It's a, uh, it's a three stooges two. <laughs> it's a three stooges two. Since we know that, Don't like, blink um, your eye out. <laughs> <laughs> this should be a one, but. <laughs> since, since, we know, <laughs> since we know that like genital piercings are sharp, they're not. Um, be careful about playing with your all of your fetishes all at once. Oh yeah, be careful mixing <laughs> fetishes. <laughs> yeah, I I think that two, which a two is, uh, there's a mild risk that this kink could lead to unhealthy behaviors, or without some degree of caution, could result in injury, minor injury. That sounds like balloons to me. Mm-hmm. So you know, and popping can lead to hearing damage. Yeah, so always make sure you're wearing your, your ear protectors yep. and your as safety glasses. As if you're at the gun range. Yes. Just, that's how you that's how you hide it from the friends and families. You buy a gun and then, like, the ear protection, eye protection kit. But secretly, you don't use the gun. 
ever. Just use the ear and eye. You just use the yeah. The, the he's kid. not a weirdo who likes balloons. He just shoots guns, <laughs> which is normal, <laughs> everyday American. Yeah, I'm gonna. Let I'm not that making just, fun of. Yeah, I'm no. not making fun of lunars. I'm making fun of hillbillies. Just making fun of the Second Amendment. Gun toting Americans. <laughs> Well, we're going to do an episode of people who jack off the guns, so you've already kink-shamed them. Jump, jack off with guns. Ow. Hey, I have been asked for nudes with, like, guns over boobs. Like, that's a thing. Yeah. Like, little guns? Like, tiny little, like, like little guns? guns? Oh, or, like, little handguns. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I made some assumptions there. I guess that's, like, a power thing. Right? It's yeah. a power thing. And I, I feel like this is one thing I, I didn't mention a minute ago. Whenever, like, he was tensing up because Chris was about to, like, pop the balloon. I can see how that could be a power thing, that is too. a power thing. Yeah, right. is take it. Take a Tommy, put him in the trunk of a car, and then keep threatening him with balloon popping. Yeah, like that's water fun. torture. Line, line the trunk with balloons so that if he moves too much in any direction, and cover my pop. hands and thumbtacks so that I can't get rid of. Yeah, I wonder how a bubble wrap works in with this. Very Ooh. sexy. Bubble wrap is the sexiest. Ooh, yeah. it's a game, and it's clothing, and it's protective. And some would argue it's, like it's the easiest balloons. game. You could just cover your bed in it. And oh. Just roll around on it. Oh yeah. Pop 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 pop. pop. Well, I guess it has to be a very hard bed. Yeah, more yeah. Yeah, probably like the floor <laughs> and the kitchen table. But but don't my, put it over your head, kids. My bed is just particle board. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, imagine yeah. like a sexy lady wearing bubble wrap as clothing. Yeah. And then going up and popping it. I feel like that's a Lady Gaga thing. Like I would want her to do that. I feel like that's a very fashion thing nowadays. Where I feel like it's a mail order bride thing. Oh, oh gosh! gosh. That, no. um, wow! The funniest topic ever: human trafficking. Okay, well, then, no, it's <laughs> <laughs> and we all laugh. Wow. Okay. That's our sensitivity. All right. So FDI, I think we're giving this what a one. I give this a two. Honestly, the the world's goofiest two, because genuinely there is a fall risk. You oh, are okay. you are I'll dealing with heavy your objects. Three Stooges too. All right. I I'll mean, like to that. if we did fractions, this would be a one point. Like two. Emotionally, yeah. this is like a negative five. Yeah. Emotionally, like do this, you'll feel better. Well, there's no such thing. <laughs> That's been going through my head the whole yeah, time. Yeah, no, 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 no. But I have not brought it up because it's not a circus fetish. It's a balloon fetish. <laughs> Come on, those things go hand in hand. But you know, it's been discussed. Just because one person has one fetish that goes hand in hand with another does not mean they have both. Mm-hmm. They do. Fetishes are not mutually exclusive. Yeah, and you just, don't have to like clowns to like balloons. Yeah, you can you also don't like have to like elephants being tortured to like balloons. Oh my god! You, like, I'm sorry, you the do. circus. Yeah, sometimes you do, but not always. Okay, there's a reason right. that uh, uh, Ringling Brothers are discontinuing all animals in the circus. Yep, only humans. Good on them. Only took them eighty something years. Yeah, really. And how many animals? Anyways, oh, well, uh, audience, your homework this week is to look into the story of the elephant in Hawaii who quit his job and went on a rampage in the streets until he was shot down by, like, it's in a Scarface-style gun battle with the uh, Hawaii PD. But Real he thing. didn't have a gun. Well, he had tusks. And he had... And he, you know what elephants do? They pick people up and they bite their heads off. There is a uh, thing that uh, male elephants go through in captivity. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, it's like a state of... Extremely heightened aggression, and it lasts for a very limited time, but they do 
a ton of damage, and it only happens to uh, male elephants in captivity. It's almost really like sad. creatures hate being put in cages or something. Yeah, yeah weird. <laughs> but put human humans in cages if you're cool on that fetish. All right, then. Yeah, uh, that's let's a good talk point. about one of our other podcasts. Oh yeah, Tommy, tell me about B Movie Death Mode. I'm not on that show anymore. Chris, Chris. tell me about B Movie Death Mode. Oh, I'm on that for two more months in the past. <laughs> B-Movie Deathmatch is a podcast in which we watch bad movies. Oh, god damn it. I'm always bad at this. We watch the trailers for bad movies, and then we watch, make predictions about the movies, and then we watch the movies, and then score the predictions. It's a it's a joke podcast. So if you like uh, Sarah, and you like Dana, well, you're all out of luck. <laughs> Dana's in so two sad. episodes, and it's a boys club. I have talked a lot about being on an episode, and one day I will be. But there's a lot of litigation pending should. on that. There's a different, you know, it, you can't just have a Futurama crossover with. Right, you can be I on get whatever it. Fuck you I want. get it. Freddie can't just meet Jason. You all right, you can't tell me what I can do on being the match anymore. It. You're not affiliated. You can be on the next episode. Yeah. See, Chris says I well, can. Well, you already got one book for the eleventh, so. Oh uh, yeah, just let me message him. Punk. I've had a very busy weekend, and I've been sick. Hey, this right. sounds like behind the scenes shit. Yeah, you've been sick like, or yes. sad. Sick. Okay, so check out our other podcast, um, the Movie Deathmatch, or check out our um, one of our other podcasts under XVivo is Festacast, um, all things a hub for all things EDM uh, and the DFW music. If you like electronic dance music, um, want to keep up with um, different concerts that are coming through town and hang out with um, some cool folks who also like music and culture and uh, live by plur, um, you should definitely check out uh, FestaCast. Peace, like love, unity, and respect. Unity and respect. Yeah. Oh, plur. Plur. Oh. It's a big deal, and it's a thing, and you should definitely adopt that as your motto. Well, I, motto. my motto is safety, sanity, and consent. Yes. And uh, I say this every week, and one day someone will. And I hope they put a heart emoji in the title. We would like to receive messages from you, our listeners, especially when we do something you don't like. Send us a cool balloon, but not a popped one, like one we can play with. No, just send us anything. No, I don't want your balloons, Chris. They have your germs in them. Your nasty cold germs. Chris, I actually, I saw a red balloon hanging outside of a sewer grate right outside. Oh, you should go check it out. You should go save it. Hey, hey, Georgie. Okay. Yeah, you gotta climb down in there. <clears throat> hey, Georgie. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Why did you regale us with one of the thousands of times you told me about the orgy scene from it? It's not an orgy. They run a train on the car. Mm. <laughs> oh. That's a nice ending point if ever there was one. Thank well, you to our sponsors, Pint Services uh, here in Denton, Texas. Also, uh, Midway Mart and Denton County Strip Company. You make excellent products and we really like you. Thanks. I, I think that's a wrap. I think that's a pop. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> he went right for it. I wasn't ready. What is this, 13? Yes.